0: If magic is shaping reality according to our own will, and if magic is influencing something on an energetic level, what tools can we use to help us enhance our magic? Perhaps some of you might be surprised to learn that color can be powerful tool when incorporated into your magical workings. Ancient civilizations such as China, India, Greece, and Egypt all practiced something called Chromotherapy. Chromotherapy is the use of visible light, color light, to heal the physical, mental, and spiritual energy imbalances. For example, in ancient Egyptian mythology, color therapy was founded by the god Thoth, who was the god of science and magic. You see, ancient Egyptians worshipped the sun, and they believed that the rays of the sun through colored crystals would penetrate the body in specific locations and heal them. And so they would use different colored stones and crystals to heal and they weren't far off. In fact, they were quite advanced for their time. So here's the science part of it. All the colors that we can see are light. Color is light, visible light. And on the electromagnetic spectrum, you have ultraviolet light, you have visible light, And you have infrared light. And visible light only makes up a tiny part of that spectrum. Okay, now when you think of light, what is the most important source of light that comes to mind? The Sun, right? We see the Sun as white light, but in reality it contains all colors. When it goes through something like a prism, it slows down and bends, and that's when we're able to see the colors in the rainbow. Red, orange, yellow... You know, it's really hard right now not to sing that song I learned in kindergarten. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, but anyway. And guys, I promise we'll get to the fun stuff and how you can practice color magic. But first, you must learn to walk before you run. You have to understand at least a little bit of science and how this all works. Okay, so color is light, and light is energy, and it travels in waves. Okay, so red is the color with the longest wavelength, and the longer the wavelength, the less energy it has. Violet is the color with the shortest wavelength, and therefore with the highest energy. And that's why many times when you see violet, or purple, or lavender, or any other shade of violet, you'll see it associated with spirituality. Because it's the highest in vibration. It's the closest to source. Purple was also said to only be worn by royalty back then. And why is that? Well, one, yes, it was a really rare color to come by. But also, these people were believed to be ordained by God himself to be kings and queens. In ancient India, they also discovered the seven chakras, these energy centers within our own bodies, and the associated colors to them. Beginning with the root chakra, which lies at the base of your spine, and it deals with stability and grounding, and its color is red. Followed by the sacral chakra, which is associated with orange. Next, the solar plexus, which is associated with yellow, The fourth chakra would be the heart chakra, and its color is green. Next is the throat chakra, its color is blue, followed by the third eye, the Ajna chakra, and its color is indigo. And lastly, the seventh chakra, the crown chakra, and its color is violet. As you can see, the idea that color can influence your physical, emotional, and spiritual being is nothing new. This is why it is heavily used in marketing. The most common example are fast food places. That's why a lot of them use red and yellow, because they are aware of the effect that these colors can have on us. Red deals with stability, security, and grounding. Our primal instincts for survival. Red evokes strong emotions, and it encourages your appetite. It's actually known to increase your heart rate. It evokes a lot of passion and intensity. So it affects you physically by increasing your heart rate. It evokes strong emotions, and it's influential in changing your mindset. So when you work with color, you work with subtle vibrations. We do have to take into consideration that when we work with color, everyone will connect with color slightly differently, and that's because of cultural association and personal association. For example, black, although black is not a color, it's a shade, yes, I know, but In Egypt, it's seen as life, fertility, regeneration, because if the soil is black, it means it's fertile. It means it can give life. But in the Western part of the world, most of us have learned to associate it with death, evil, etc. And personal associations. If you're someone whose grandmother wore yellow a lot, then you may have, you know, some memories associated with that color. Maybe they're positive, maybe they're negative. But their vibrations remain the same. So I suppose here is where intention plays a big part. What are your intentions with those colors? So let's go over color correspondences in magic. So we'll start out with red. Red deals with passion, love, sexuality, energy, action, will, force, and that fire within us. Pink is an extension of red, but it's not as aggressive. This color can help out with friendship, a romantic love, self-love, family love, emotional healing and compassion. Orange deals with new opportunities, success, new beginnings, and it pretty much helps remove those blocks out of your way. With the color yellow, it's easy if you think of the sun. So it's happiness, good luck, success, and optimism. With green, think in terms of earth. So growth, prosperity, you can also think of it in terms of the heart chakra. Blue is associated with the throat chakra, so you can think of it in terms of communication. But it also deals with peace and healing. Purple deals with power, ambition, control, luxury, and it also deals with psychic ability, spirituality, and intuition. Lavender is a shade lighter than purple, And that deals with healing, calming, tranquility. It also deals with spirituality and meditation. Just empathy, compassion. Brown deals with balance, justice, pretty much legal matters. But it also deals with nature, with earth, with animals, and the home. Black can be used for protection, for banishing, and or cursing. White is used for cleansing, blessing, and or healing. And also in terms of candle magic, if you're going to use, you know, colored candles for different spells, a white candle can be used to substitute any other color. Gray is used for neutralizing things and working in those gray areas. It's also used for working with the spirits. So working in the in-between worlds. Gold is used for fame, luxury, generosity, attraction, and prosperity. And lastly, silver is used for psychic work, moon magic, dreams, and or intuition. Okay, now that we got the colors down, how do we use these colors for magic? Well, first... What's your intention? Let's say you want to communicate with someone telepathically. If you're going to do candle magic, then you're going to want to grab a purple candle to assist you with the psychic part of your intention, and perhaps a blue candle to aid with the communication part, and or a black or white candle for protection. But don't forget, you can also use crystals and herbs to assist you. You don't have to have every single candle color. It's okay if you only have a white candle. You can use lavender herbs and or you can use an amethyst crystal. But if you're wanting to incorporate candle magic into your everyday routine, and if you don't have time for a candle ritual, remember, color is in everything. And that includes your clothes. Here's a little something I did once, and it worked beautifully. I once had a coworker who was giving me a really, really hard time at work. We had a meeting on a Tuesday. And if you've listened to my episode that's on season one, on the seven traditional planets and the seven days of the week, you'll remember that Tuesday is associated with Mars. And Mars is the god of war. And the color associated with Mars is red. So I chose to wear red that day. I set the intention that I would be a warrior that day. And I was ready for battle. And if that individual attempted anything against me that day, only I would be victorious. Because I would go straight for their jugular. And that was the day that I witnessed this individual not only cry until their eyes were red, but also state that they feared they would lose their job. So there is power in color. Let's say you have an exam coming up. Well, you know blue affects the intellect, and it also evokes the emotions of tranquility and calmness. So you might want to wear blue on that day. Just say a prayer or state your intentions to activate those energies. And remember, color isn't limited to just candles and clothing. You can also use it in your makeup, in your nail polish, in your accessories, and etc. Not only will the world around you pick up on these subtle energies of the colors, and influence their subconscious, but they'll also be picking up on your intention. So now you know a little bit more on color magic and how you can work more consciously with color. So let me know if you've ever worked with color magic and how color has worked for you. Remember, you can reach me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com and or you can friend me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. Also, don't forget to check out my website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com, and if you have any feedback, or if you have any questions, or if you have anything that you simply just want to add or share, well, you know where to reach me at. Thank you so much for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.